It is Crossover Thursday on the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Texans, Locked On Browns, the first NFL playoff game of the 2023 season. And we're going to break it down the only way we know how. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. to the show that never ends crossover thursday locked on browns locked on texans your host jeff floyd mr cody davis we appreciate everybody who makes locked on browns and locked on texans their first listen every single day and if you were not part of the everyday crowd by now we'll make a new plan stand subscribe to the locked on browns youtube channel shows are always available always free wherever you get your podcast this crossover thursday is brought to you by prospects the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports go to prizepicks.com slash locked on nfl and use code all lowercase locked on nfl for a first deposit match up to 100 dollars nfl 2023 regular season in the books playoffs kickoff saturday i am a tad bit nervous you don't want to be the first one on the card but hey And it is what it is. Cody Davis, obviously, here from Locked On Texans. Now, Cody, this game, obviously, Christmas Eve. And, you know, for me, going into that game, well, you know, it's Christmas Eve. We got our work to do. We got our Mm -hmm. content. We got it. It helped me if the Browns could get a laugher here today. Mm -hmm. Browns got their laugher. Texans got their wish the following week. C.J. Stroud returns. Get a W. You go into that Saturday night game, Indianapolis Colts. Get your W. Jacksonville Jaguars say, you know what? We're going to give you one more present because we're going to throw a dud here in Nashville on Sunday. Congratulations, Houston Texans, AFC South champions. Cody, this first game, and we're going to get to the offensive side because really the Texans did not have their offense in that game. Mm -hmm. But there is still the Browns defense coming, I mean, offense coming into this game. Joe, with a little bit more rest now, you just gave the man, man basically had 11 weeks off, played for five. Got about 16 days of rest. Mm-hmm. He's going to try to fire it up here in Houston. Amari Cooper spoke to the media today. He's going to be back. Now, your thought here, because this is, you know, all, you know, breaking down both sides of the ball. This is big because, obviously, this Texans defense has already seen the Cleveland Browns' best punch. Yeah, they did. But the one thing that I always go back and say when you go when you go back and take a look at their very first game, um, the Christmas Eve game where the Houston Texans lost – 36 to 22. And Jeff, you know, the final score was definitely not, does not indicate how much of a blowout that was. I believe Cleveland was up 22-7 at the half. But yes, we already know the numbers. Joe Flacco, you know, had a phenomenal day throwing for almost 400 yards. Um, Amari Cooper catching for almost 300. He finished the day with, what was it, like 265, 266 or something along those lines. But the one thing that I always go back and say, and this is something that Coach D'Amico Ryans and Matt Burt, the defensive coordinator, talked about. It's the fact that that version of the Texans defense that you saw was not healthy. The one thing I've loved so much about the Houston Texans in 2023, we all know about the cliche next man up mentality. And, you know, when you hear that, you're like, oh, okay, whatever. We, we understand it. But this is a team, ever since the second week of training camp, when Scott Cousinberry went down with an ACL and MCL tear, this is a team who has dealt with injury after injury after injury after injury after injury all the way down. They're still dealing with a lot of injuries. However, that next man up mentality is the approach that this team has always lived by. And that was the very first time where I said, 
this team has finally got derailed by injuries because when you go back and you take a look at going into the game, you already didn't have Will Anderson Jr. You lost Jonathan Gennard. Um, if not the first defensive defensive drive, it, it, it took place in the second defensive drive. When you take a look at the secondary, your cornerback number two and Steven Nelson went down with a foot injury. Even though he came back, you can tell that he was still hampered by the foot injury, and you end up losing your starting safety in Jimmy Ward. And Jimmy Ward, every time he's on the field, the Texans do not give up explosive plays. When he's not on the field, the Texans give up explosive plays. I say all that just to say a lot of the mishaps that took place, a handful of the mishaps that took place in that game was due to the fact that a lot of those guys wasn't on the field and they was hurt. Now, a couple weeks later, credit to Nick Osario and Coach D'Amico Ryans. They have added depth in the secondary on that defensive front. Guys like uh, Tierra Tart, a guy that has came in and within two to three games has added valuable depth to that defensive line unit. And we all know the best thing that you have to do with Joe Flacco is make sure you get after him, get him out the pocket, make sure you get him uncomfortable. Um, and then when you take a look at the secondary, the fact that you went out there and added Kareem Jackson, like it's going to be a completely different defense that you saw a couple weeks ago on Christmas Eve. Uh, and there's no question about it. And that is one thing that is probably pretty parallel between these teams is the massive adjustments on the fly. These teams have had to make week to week mm-hmm. to try and get through to even get to where they're here. Mio, obviously major, major injuries for the Cleveland Browns and the Houston Texans. Um, one thing, and you know, we don't have time to get totally into it here. One thing that, you know, I'm very curious about here is not just Joe Flacco in the passing game is over the last two weeks, the Houston T- Texans run defense, which had been really, really good this year, has struggled over the last couple of weeks. The Browns got to take it easy on Sunday. The Houston Texans obviously had to play a full ball game Saturday to get to this point, and of course then got help again on Sunday. So the question there, and I believe it was it was 225, or, or, or I mean Indianapolis went for at least 225 um, last week. The Browns, they have not run the ball well this year, but the Cleveland Browns did get to sit Wyatt Teller. They did get to sit Ethan Postick. They did get to sit Joel Batonio last week. Jerome Ford carried the ball three times. Only reason he did is they wanted to save Kareem Hunt, and Pierre Strong was limited that day with a back injury. The Browns would like to get some semblance of a run game going here. Um, every team at some point is probably going to need to lean on the run game in a playoff game somewhere when weather could be a factor. Obviously not going to be the case on Sunday. Hopefully they fix that little hole in the roof, so we won't have to worry about any of that stuff on Sunday. But that is one thing that I'm looking forward to here. I, I, I feel that Joe in the passing game, you should have success. Are they going to do what they did the first time? I don't think so. Cause mm-hmm. you don't expect that to happen. You, you just don't. And look, it's great that Joe was on the run that he's on, but to say, okay, well, this guy is now going to throw for a fifth straight game. Of three, I mean, you can't somewhat have to, you know, think to yourself, eventually we're not going to get the a plus Joe Flacco effort. And when that happens, you have to hopefully be able to rely on some other things to, get you through. They should have Elijah Moore back. They should have Amari Cooper back. Um, rookie Cedric Tillman, most likely in the concussion protocol, won't be available, but David Bell had his best career game for the Cleveland Browns last week. So all these are factors that could help you know, the Browns offense, but I do think we are going to see a little bit more than we saw the first time out of this Texans defense. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about that because we literally have you know the hot newcomer quarterback in the league against a veteran 
defensive coordinator. So certainly a talking point there. Jeff Lloyd, Cody Davis, crossover Thursday, locked on Browns, locked on Texans. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Around New Year's, we get obsessed with how to change ourselves instead of just expanding on what we're already doing right. Look, most of us, we got to do what we got to do to maintain. And, you know, if it's A, B, and C, let's make A, B, and C better. Don't worry about D, E, and F. The more you put on your plate, as far as diversity, could make it more, more difficult for absolute change. That's why just trying to enhance what you already know works for you could be a big key to success. And that's where therapy can help you. Therapy helps you find your strengths so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that really, really stick. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should probably give BetterHelp a try. It's done entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get started and you get matched with a licensed therapist. And if it's not working with that therapist, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. Continuing on here, crossover Thursday, Locked On Texans, Locked On Browns, your host, Jeff Floyd, Mr. Cody Davis from Locked On Texans. And of course, we always appreciate all of you who make our shows first listen every single day. If you want to be an everydayer, it's simple, folks. Subscribe to Locked On Browns YouTube channel, Locked On Texans YouTube channel, and you are in. Shows are always available, always free, wherever you get your podcast. Now, Cody, you know, and this is going to probably be the defining matchup in this mm. game. It will be, you know, the young hot shot. And look, I, I have zero issues with CJ Stroud. I walked out of, you know, I watched those combine workouts and all the eyes were on Anthony Richardson. Everybody wanted to talk about Bryce Young, who wasn't working out. And young DTR from the Cleveland Browns was in mm. that group too. CJ Stroud went out and had, in my opinion, had one of the most absolute best quarterback workouts I've ever seen at the combine. He knew who to throw high to, he knew who to throw low to. Everything he did. So this transition that he has made to this point surprises me none. But as great as the last two weeks have been for C.J. Stroud as he came back, obviously, from his concussion injury, all of a sudden, it goes to nowhere. None of it means anything. And all of a sudden, all the pressure goes up. The expectations hopefully go up. I do think the Texans are going to be a team to be around for many, many years. But all of a sudden, here goes C.J. Stroud into a huge, huge moment. And yes, he's played well at times in big moments in his collegiate career. Didn't always come out on the right end of it. But this is a big one for young C.J. Stroud Saturday. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And look, uh, everyone understand that the Texans struggled in that first game on the offensive side of the ball. Of course, that was without C.J. And I'm not worried about cj quote unquote making the moment too big because the one thing that i've loved most about cj didn't matter if it was rookie minicamp otas um training camp preseason or regular season he's always even killed and and that is part of the reason why we have seen cj go through have so much success in his very first season and i am intrigued to see how is cj going to fare um against the cleveland browns defense because this is one of is not the top rated defense in the league however the one thing that i would say 
is every time that there is a challenge or every time there is a, I wonder how CJ will fare against this defense, this defensive-minded head coach. He has had some of his very best games. When you take a look in the regular season, he has faced off against Mike Tomlin, Ty Bowles, and Dennis Allen. And he has won all three of those matchups. And in those three matchups combined, he has averaged a total of 325 yards a game. And, of course, against Ty Bowles, everybody remembers that was one of the, the, the clutches moments that he had and one of the clutches moments of the season. When you take a look at how he took the field, what was it, like a minute and 30 left on the clock, and he drove probably the Houston less, Texans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably even less. And he drove the Houston Texans downfield and was able to get the um, game-winning touchdown. And C.J. Stroud, man, th- that young man is special. And, you know, you guys are going to see on Saturday, it's like it doesn't matter what is going on. He's definitely going to find a way. This is probably the first time when I'm looking at CJ and I'm not falling for the a rookie quarterback is going to struggle against one of, if not the best defensive team um, in the league. This is a rookie quarterback already. If I'm not mistaken, he's like top five, top 10 and quarterback that has had success against zone defense which is very tricky and very hard for a rookie, not just a rookie quarterback, any young quarterback to thrive in. I mean, that is something that Davis Mills over the last two seasons was talking about, you know, how hard it is to go up against the NFL defense, especially with the zone coverages and the disguises and stuff. Just take a look at what he did against the Colts. Like that was a zone, zone defensive team. And he basically picked their secondary apart, especially in the fourth quarter. So you know, I'm very intrigued to see what is what how CJ is going to perform because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter, like you said, what he did in the past for those throughout the regular season. It doesn't matter, you know, how he has become one of the best rookie quarterbacks of all time. Not all of that goes out the window come Saturday inside of NRG Stadium. It's a playoff game, and it's going to be very intriguing to see if he's able to sustain that. But to be honest with you, Jeff, I'm not worried. Well, we're going to say this. Um, and his success against zone coverage is definitely a true testament and obviously a great thing. I'm not sure what that's going to do for C.J. Stroud come Saturday. Hmm. Cleveland Browns are going to have Greg Newsom. They're going to have Denzel Ward. They're going to have Martin Emerson. Grant Delpit, his IR eligibility opened up today. He practiced today. The Browns may have their secondary intact. Mm -hmm. And if that is going to be the way it's going to be, I think it's not really too hard to figure out what Jim Schwartz is going to figure his game plan is. I am going to pressure the living daylights out of this young man and see how he responds. And the Browns, and this has been the biggest success for them defensively this year, is they can do this because they have the guys on the outside with Ward, with Newsom, with Emerson to match up with any wide receiver unit in the NFL. And it's played out obviously certainly a bunch this year. So he can say, I want to commit X amount to rushing the quarterback. Jeremiah Usukoromoa over a hundred total tackles this year, three and a half sacks from a linebacker spot. Miles Garrett. I think his snap percentage this year is down 7 8% from what he averaged as far as overall snaps in his career. He has the highest pressure rate of his entire career to this point with less snaps. But the thing is, is it used to be the old Michael Jordan and the Jordanaires. 
it's it used to be Miles Garrett and the Garrett heirs. That's not the case anymore. Zadarius Smith is a household name. Second year defensive end Alex Wright has four straight games with a sack now, really developing on the fly here for the Cleveland Browns. Obo Ankaronko, it's kind of hard to figure, and obviously Houston's familiar with him, how much he can actually bring. He did play a little bit on Sunday, um, still trying to figure out you know, what exactly he can contribute. There may be you know, times where the Browns are going to use him just straight stand up, make it easier, obviously, hopefully less contact he can avoid himself with his shoulder. But the Browns are going to be committed to trying to put as much pressure um, as they possibly can on C.J. Stroud. You know, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. That's just the Mm -hmm. way it goes. And this would be Jim Schwartz's game plan against any quarterback he was going to face against this weekend. So that is truly going to be the matchup. I think C.J. Stroud is going to be up for it, even if he makes a mistake or two. That doesn't mean C.J. Stroud is not going to go out there and give you 60 minutes of the best that he's got. And, you know, at the end of the day, we have predictions and pass to victory, which we'll get to you here in segment three. Um, but this would all hopefully for C.J. Stroud, this would be the ultimate learning experience. You get to go one of the best defensive coordinators, you know, in the game. And, you know, maybe this would have been I think I would have felt a little bit more nervous Browns wise if they had already had if C.J. played in that first game. Mm-hmm. Because you know what CJ would have said, I got a lot of film I can go back and look at because nobody mm-hmm. was thinking playoffs between these two at the time. They were thinking, you know, let, what, uh, and then all of a sudden the last three weeks came out and happened out they did. But we're going to get into it. We're going to get to what a path to the victory for the Texans looks like, what a path to the victory for the Cleveland Brown looks like, some predictions as we start to close this one out. Crossover Thursday, Locked On Texans, Locked On Browns. Appreciate you all for being along for the ride. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we just talk for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. It's kind of scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if myself, my wife, my daughters got sick and while a supply chain issue kept them for the life-saving medication they might need. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. Jeff Lloyd, Cody Davis, your latest Lockdown Browns, Lockdown Texans cross over Thursday, the first playoff game of the NFL 2023 playoffs. Cody, now we both have some feelings here. Obviously, you know, you think the defense should play better. I agree the defense should play better for Houston. Uh, a lot of this is certainly going to come down to you know, the Browns defense. Hopefully they're healthy. It's been in weeks against a guy who is going to supplant himself as a top five quarterback in the NFL, probably for a long, long time to come. What does a path to the victory look like for the Houston Texans on Saturday? Well, it's interesting in the second segment, um, you and I, we, we talked about CJ and how he's going to fare against one of the best defensive minded, minded coordinators in the league. But I, I, I really do believe, you know, as great as CJ is, and I really have no 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 worry or concern if he's going to find a way. But the one issue that I do have when you look at the path to victory, my thing is 
who in the world is going to step up in the wide receiving unit? That's my biggest issue because, look, you saw what took place on Saturday. Nico Collins, for I believe the fourth time this season, if I'm not mistaken, um, had recorded over 150 receiving yards. The man had a buck 95 <laughs> against the Colts. Play a really big factor in stepping up and taking the quote-unquote wide receiver number one role um, for this organization. However, once again, you are going up against, if not one of the best, <laughs> the best offensive teams in the league. Jeff, you already said it. Your secondary is intact, and I'm pretty sure without a shadow of a doubt, if Nico Collins isn't number one on the scouting report, I'm pretty sure he's going to be number two, especially considering that this is a wide receiving core that, of course, unfortunately, and I hate this so much, you still do not have Tank Dale. Of course, he's out for the season, but you still do not know the game day status of Robert Woods and Noah Brown. Even if one of or if both of them suits up on Saturday, it's still going to be like, okay, which versions of one of, of one of these guys that we're going to get? Because both of them, especially Noah, Noah Brown, has been on a roller coaster, has been kind of inconsistent for this organization. Uh, we've seen Noah Brown had a stretch where I believe in like two or three games, he had caught for like, uh, he had caught, recorded over 300 and something receiving yards. And then next thing you know, everybody's asking, where is Noah Brown? That's going to be one path to victory on the offensive side of the ball for the Houston Texans, making sure that that wide receiving core can provide some help to Nico Collins. And then on the defensive side of the ball, especially considering that you're going to have Will Anderson, even though he's still banged up with that ankle injury. And as of right now, we're still waiting on to see whether or not Jonathan Grenard is going to play. But even if he does it, when you take a look at guys that Nick Osirio has brought along, i.e. Tierra Tart, that defensive line unit has to get after Joe Flacco. They have to get him out the pocket. They have to make him uncomfortable. You cannot let him pick, get comfortable back there, pick apart your secondary, pick apart your defense, and then next thing you know, we're sitting here with another 300-and-something passing yard day for Joe Flacco. Look, without a shadow of a doubt, Going back to his days in Baltimore, I always say he was one of the most underrated quarterbacks during that time. And it looked like that still could be true today because the, 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 the man been balling ever since you guys took a chance on him and signed him. And he's part of the reason why you guys are in this situation. But look, they have to make sure that they do not let Joe Flacco get into a rhythm because we saw once you do that, the Browns' offense is very hard to stop, especially if he's connecting with Amari Cooper, even though he's coming off the heel injury. I don't care. Yeah, and for me, this is a big one for me, is because obviously, you know, a main focus for this Houston Texans team right now is, hey, we can't let Amari Cooper bust us up for 265 yards. Mm -hmm. But David Njoku has been playing at an extremely high level since Joe Flacco has been here. Part of that is because the Browns all of a sudden now can – throw the ball vertically down the field. That has been the one thing that this Browns team has struggled with during Coach Kevin Stefanski's tenure here. Now seem to do it with regularity and with consistency. And when you have a six foot four, 250 pound tight end who runs a four six and has a vertical jump of 40 inches. Yeah. Life is pretty easy when nobody's paying attention to you coverage wise. You ordered the Thursday night game against the New York jets. Mari Cooper can't go. 
my first thought process is, man, New York Jets better throw the kitchen sink at David Njoku. Mm. David Njoku hunt 100 on him in the first quarter. So that just tells you where he is as a confidence level. That you know, One of these players that was always flirting with success, now that he has the numbers, that type of numbers, it's just absolutely – the bottle's just blown open. He is there. He is ready to go. Elijah Moore, certainly a player that can contribute. For me, the run game is going to be an interesting thing because the Browns and Joe is fantastic with the play action, but there's got to be some threat. Obviously, if you're going to, you know, with play action, it's great and all, but if you're not running the ball with any success, who's paying attention to it when it comes down at the end of the day? So for me, that is a key point there as well. Defensively, this team has just gone through so much and so much adversity, so many players missing. Yeah, C.J. Stroud coming and being able to play in this game is a big, big win for the Texans, certainly. But I have a hard time doubting anything from this Cleveland Browns defense. We're getting short on time. I'll give the ball to you first here, Cody. Final score, prediction, Sunday, Browns, Texans. Um, It's going to be a very fun matchup, but I think it's going to come down to C.J., CJ making some magic happen, man. And I have the Houston Texans winning and advancing 21-17. I'm not sure the Cleveland Browns are going to go into Houston and score 50% point, 50% less of the points they scored the first time. Um, I, I think the Browns are going to win this. I think CJ Stroud is going to put the world on notice just to you know, just how good he is. Um, and the Carolina Panthers will consider continue to take all the laughs and the L's that they probably deserve. Thank you. <laughs> um, they went and, you know, mortgaged their future. They have no first round pick. So how do you build around the quarterback when you don't have a first round pick? Um, and it's not really maybe even a slight on young because, you know, situation, coaching, everything, but you've got a winning coach in Debecco Ryan's an organization that has absolutely turned their tides. Houston, Texas are really good. Like I told your good friend, John, when we sat down a little bit before Christmas Eve, Houston, Texans are probably one year, early to this party you're all going to take it you ain't going to give it back by any means whatsoever (laughs) but next year is going to be the year everybody is really really concerned about the houston texans Hmm. i think if you told me 26 14 28 17 cleveland browns are going to get this first w in my opinion here so what did you think did you think cody was going to say differently did you think i was going to say differently (laughs) come on now folks is the playoffs and the other thing is we want to make sure as many of you are going to be coming back here, you everydayers, next week as all. Well. We know there's going to be a little fadeaway once we're all eliminated. Mm. So we'll make sure you all keep coming back. We appreciate all of you who listen to Locked On Texas, Locked On Browns every single day. The everydayers, you went in, it's simple. Locked On Browns YouTube channel, Locked On Texans YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button. Shows are always available, always free, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you're checking out uh, Locked On Sports 247. I'm sure there'll be a lot of Texans shows airing there. There will be a lot of Brown shows airing there. So make sure you check all of that out. And with all that, we want to thank everybody. For one of us, this is going to be the end of the line. So obviously, mm-hmm. for one of you, the, one of our group of listeners is going to be the last crossover of the year. We thank you all. We appreciate you all. Look, we come here every day. We put a job out. But unless everybody, anybody comes to listen, it's really just words put on video. So thank you, everybody. We appreciate you. Um, and with all that, you know, hope everybody enjoys it. And let's just hope, you know, we get one of the best playoff games in NFL history Saturday in Houston. This has been uh, your crossover Thursday for the first playoff game of the 2023 NFL season. Jeff Lloyd, Cody Davis signing off.